NordVPN is becoming more than just a VPN. Threat protection will guard your device against malicious websites, malware, trackers, and intrusive ads, even if you're not connected to a VPN server at the time. Step up your cybersecurity and stay safe. This is an extract of a much longer video. If you want to see the whole thing, go to bit.ly slash crypto rich three speak, bit.ly slash crypto rich odyssey or bit.ly slash crypto rich rumble. Hi everybody, I am joined once again by Alex Craner and Tom Luongo and we do this regularly and we're going to be talking about some of the craziness that's going on in the world. It's just getting crazier and crazier and crazier and there's more craziness being added to the craziness that's already there. Now before I introduce them, please subscribe, follow me on Twitter, CryptoRichYT, join my official Telegram announcements channel and if you're watching this on YouTube, well you won't see the whole thing. So come over to bit.ly slash CryptoRich3speak or bit.ly slash CryptoRichOdyssey or bit.ly slash CryptoRichRumble. So it's pretty simple. Hey, Tom. Hey, Alex. Hey, good to be with you again. Yes. Hello, yes. everyone. How are you? Yes, 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 yes. How are we all? We're very good. Now, Tom, do you want to say where people can find you? And then, Alex, where people can find you? Sure. Um, you can follow me at my work, at my blog at TomLuongo.me. You can follow me on Twitter at TFL1728, where I guarantee the worst version of me will show up every day because I'm in charge. Uh, and then, of course, Patreon slash Gold Goats and Guns, uh, where you can sign up for the uh or the kind of bi-weekly more of me or and or the uh monthly investment newsletter where we you know wrap all this weirdness up craziness actually that's the word of the day uh into a hopefully coherent portfolio strategy alex yeah i'm easy to find on x my handle is at naked hedgy and i publish a Substack, uh, alex craner's trend compass and from there there's other platforms but easy to find from there yeah and i'll have all the links in the description below I, you know, here's my worry, because I've I kind of looked through history, where 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 do all these Nazis come from? You know, how did 1930s happen in Germany? How did, um, how did Nazification happen in Ukraine? And I've noticed that it always begins with, um, immiseration of the people, economic devastation, of of entire populations. You make them desperate. You make everybody poor, and then. You know, you start forming these uh, these little Nazi brown shirt movements, and you start showering them with money, and you give them importance, and you start pumping out the ideology about you know the enemies, about the greatness of nations, and all of these things. And then these these movements kind of you know men who have lost. You know, you have you have very high un youth unemployment rates, like you already have in Europe. And so men have no way to realize their aspirations in life. They have no way to, you know, they, they can't afford to get married. They can't afford to raise families and so forth. And now you're giving them the opportunity to right all those wrongs and make some money and make themselves into somebody important. And you're encouraging them to join these, you know, Azov battalions and brown shirts and whatever you have. And that's how in Germany in the 19th, 
1930, apparently, the Bramford movement just had a couple of hundred people. By 1933, when Hitler came to power, there were there were between one and two million. And so, you know, they they turn into these death squads that go about and and uh, intimidate politicians and intimidate judges and and lawyers and 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 you know public administrators. And then you start moving the society towards uh, militarization and Nazification. And then you get a Ukraine or you get 1930s Germany. And so I wonder if this economic devastation of Europe that is ongoing isn't by design rather than by incompetence. And you hear them talking about conscription already. You hear them talking about we have to stop Putin because otherwise he's going to Poland and the Baltics and next he's going to be marching on Paris and, you know, God knows what. So the... The, the the narrative has started and even if it doesn't catch on it doesn't matter you know like it didn't catch on in ukraine either you know ukraine the 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 far right extremists were extremely unpopular in ukraine and even in 2019 vladimir zelensky was swept into power by 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 a landslide in ukraine because he was promising peace he was promising normalization with russia he was promising making russian language legal again and people said, like, yes, that's what we want. Five years later, the country is devastated. Uh, half a million men have been sacrificed. And now you have these gangs of thugs going around the streets of, of Ukrainian cities. Uh, apparently, they're getting like something like 300 bucks per body that they can shove into the, into the trenches on the Eastern Front. And so I think that we are in real danger of seeing that whole process of Nazification, polarization, militarization play out on the continent because the oligarchies running Europe and um, Great Britain have lost the plot. They lost the game. And now maybe they want to regroup back home. They want to create this large mass of dry tinder that they can polarize, that they can uh, push into the meat grinder to take on Russia again because you know what how else do you deal with the situation Russia is today still the biggest treasure trove of natural resources 75 trillion estimated so wouldn't it be nice if those all those resources became part of your collateral un, underpinning your financial systems uh making your financial flows flow again and uh use the 150 million Russians as your labor force that you and your corporations and your banks now command. And then by taking on Russia, you can take China. Because if you, Russia is now an enormously powerful military machine. But in the same way that they've been able to turn Ukrainians against Russia, believe you me, if they took over uh, Russia, like like they, they got some, some Juan Guaido or Navalny, somebody like that in power, they would turn that military machine on China and you would get a new Russo-Chinese war. Yep. And so, uh, you know, wouldn't that be a big price for them? And then reestablish hegemony over the whole Eurasian landmass, not just Russian resources, but also Chinese, also uh, the whole thing. What's it worth to them? Because in 1919, they were playing these... Um, they were wargaming invasion on Russia, okay? 
So starting with a nuclear attack to decap, like a decapitation nuclear strike on Russia, and then invasion through Ukraine and through the Baltic states. And, uh, you know, they, re- they ran these, uh, these simulations at the Pentagon. We know that because a man who was present at the uh, Harry Kazianis, um outed it. He, he, he spoke out about it. Their estimate of casualty was uh, about a billion people. Small price to pay for all that, for, for, for that. So let's not keep it past them that this is what they want and what they're determined to get. And we here in Europe, Rich, you and I included, and our children, are their hostages. So either we're going to push back like hell or all those graves of Ukrainian men, you know, those Ukrainian flags as far as the eye can see, that could be us. That could be our children. So we better wake the hell up and push back.